Hey everyone, and welcome to the Pet Dropshipper podcast, designed to inspire entrepreneurs in the pet industry and beyond. This podcast shares information that I have learned, ideas, and strategies that have helped me build my company in the $100 billion pet industry. So if you're a business in the pet industry, an entrepreneur, or just starting a side hustle, I hope to inspire you to listen in and join me on my journey. Thank you so much for listening. So everybody, welcome. And in today's episode, it's actually a really brief episode. And what I wanted to go over is um, sharing on social media collaborations and beating to your own drum. And I'm really creating this episode on the fly because I've been brainstorming with my assistant, April, and she and I have been going over some of the responses that we've gotten from customers asking, well, I shouldn't say customers, I should say followers asking for more, what do I do in a day? And in my last podcast, I've shared with you guys, you know, my 168 hour work week schedule, how I organize my thoughts, how I organize my day, how frequently I sit down with a cup of coffee and go through those things. So she and I've just decided that I think it's time to pivot a little bit and go over more inspirational stuff. I have been in business, as you guys know, if you've listened to the first podcast, I've been in business since I'm actually in high school. I worked, I've always loved to work, even as a little kid. You know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, my first experience in working and sales was at my brother's Little League games. You know, the moms would have to host, you know, refreshment stand or concession stand. And I was always there helping, filling up the cups with ice and soda because as the kids played their games, whether they won or lost, you know, the coach would pay for hot dogs or pretzels or what have you. And I was like in there, like super excited to to be a part of, of all of that. And eventually I would wander down to the ballpark and be like, hey, can I help? Even when my parents and my brother wasn't playing, weren't wasn't playing. So that being said, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and then worked my way up and through. And as I said, I won't get into all of that because that's actually my very first podcast sharing with you guys. But you know, one of the things that I want to touch on before I get into the collaboration and where to draw inspiration was one of my biggest factors, I believe, and this is just for me to say, is that I follow the beat of my own drum. I have never been a kind of person who worried about what everybody else was doing. Now, don't get me wrong. It, it's nice to make sure that you don't have a horn growing out of your forehead to make sure that you know people aren't looking at you like you're crazy. But as far as it comes to my business, I've always minded my own business, right? And we've all heard those, you know, cliche memes and Instagram things and YouTube videos. And, and everywhere you go, there's somebody giving advice. Now, when I first started in retail, a very good friend of mine, and I hope he's listening to this podcast, I'm going to send him a link. Wayne, my, and I won't say last names for confidentiality purposes, but he was the first person who gave me Think and Grow Rich. That book changed my life. Now, this is an oldie, classic. 
I shouldn't say oldie but goodie because it's it's really one of the holy grails of self-empowering, self-help, entrepreneurial, whatever it is that you need to plug in these 13 rules, because there's 13 rules to this. I highly advise reading this book. Um, but he gave me this book, I want to say, in 1997. And then slowly and progressively, The Secret came out by Rhonda Byrne. Then The Power came out right shortly after that. that the Power book, I find to be um, definitely elementary level, just introductory level. This is my opinion. Please, Rhonda Byrne, don't you know get upset with me. But in in the perspective of all of these, you know, books for entrepreneurs, you know, you have Napoleon Hill, the Dale Carnegie, the Neville Goddards, the um, Earl Nightingale, Wallace Waddles, which Wallace Waddles' book was the reason why Rhonda Byrne wrote The Secret. Enough said. So, these books are all so instrumental, and in today's world of motivational speakers, every time I listen to them, I hear all of those aspects from the older books, from the old-timer books. So one of the things that we're going to get into is, in the podcast in general, is reviewing some of these books, the takeaway from some of these books, how I've implemented them into the business perspective and how you can then maybe do that as well, share with us some of your ideas and things like that. But not following my competition was always something that really allowed me to grow, make mistakes naturally, right? Uh, I just heard a really great one and I'm always listening. So I, I have a YouTube list and I was listening to an Earl Nightingale that I share with both my brothers and one of the things he said is the only man who makes mistakes, doesn't make mistakes, is the one who never tries because everyone's going to make mistakes. And I, I love that one because anyone who thinks that they're not going to make a mistake, especially in a small business, you're out of your mind. I mean, it's impossible. No one not makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. So but I find that not beating myself up over those mistakes and not distracting myself from what everyone else is doing. And like I said, beating to my own drum or marching to my own drum, whatever you want to call it, that has really been very instrumental for my growth because intuition is everything. Following your instinct, trusting your gut, knowing what works, having perhaps maybe one or two mastermind people behind you, supporting you, and my suggestion would always be to maybe join a group, um, maybe have uh, a small business leadership organization that's in your community or county. I know I, I, I'm in New Jersey. I know every county has small business leaders of America, you know, organizations, not sure if they're free or not. But my point is, is having someone who's not attached to you emotionally, spouse, sibling, parent, best friend, because when they hear your stress, they just want to protect you. They want to safeguard you, let you land softly, so to speak. And they might talk you out of an experience that is going to fail, but you are going to learn so much from. So to make sure that I'm not really following what 
other people are doing on social media so that I'm not distracted by or given any suggestions or ideas or subconsciously, you know, dwelling that stuff where more so to restructure my day and get down to where the mistakes were this week, where the wins were this week, and then focusing on that. And and trusting your your gut is really, really important. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it, right? Because with anything, you're starting out and you're like, holy crap, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea which direction. And I talk to so many people, especially because of drop shipping, that they want to start a drop ship site or they're a retailer and they want to be able to offer more to their customers. So they want to start a website and you can hear the excitement and nervousness. And I always tell them, you know, focusing on what they do best is going to be the the winning formula for them. So not following your competition is going to be critical. Do not go on social media and see what the other dog groomer or the other trainer or the other tutor or whatever it is you're doing, the other um, person that you would find has really great version of what you're doing, right? Because everyone has competition and you might see your competitor having, you know, these really great ideas, but those are their ideas. You have to find your own ideas because that's where your success lies. So I don't follow anybody on social media for my business that does the same thing that I do. Otherwise, I'm going to overwhelm myself with trying to chase them. And that's not what works. So I don't distract myself with that. So that's first and foremost. Secondarily, and for my business as a wholesaler, I look at the brands that I sell for inspiration. What's trending? What's going on in the industry that they are doing that perhaps, you know, they're a bigger company because I'm buying from them, right? So they're a bigger company. They have more spending for assistance and um, people who are much better at social media or blast emails or marketing and, and all those kinds of things. Look at what they're doing. Use their expertise because clearly they're bigger than me. And then look at what it is that um, I can then use or share with my customers you know, seasonality of things, um, trending of things and such. Another thing to look at is industry magazines, especially if you're a business. There's always business to business magazines, but even more so just what's trending in that industry. So for the pet industry, you have Pet Age magazine, you have Pets Plus magazine. You can go to your local bookstore and get magazines from and, and again, I'm always going to reference pet, but you use it for whatever it is that your industry is. So health and fitness, wellness, tutoring, piano teacher, whatever the case may be, there's definitely magazines, literature, or education going on that you can, you know, get some inspiration from. So that's always a really, really important thing for, for you to then plot out perhaps maybe a month's worth of social media content or a bunch of different blast emails or maybe looking at expanding on something or some location or some demographic or, or anything to that matter. And it's, and it's 
not always easy for me to give a broad spectrum. So I always ask that you always keep in mind whatever it is that you're doing, babysitting, housekeeping, cleaning, that you can always relate it to um, the pet industry because that's what our business is about. But, and, and, and I do, I, I listen to podcasts that have nothing to do with my business, but how are they marketing their business? Because podcasts are to inspire or to motivate or to sell something, right? So just really kind of take a minute. You know, my last podcast was about, you know, taking that, you know, hour a week, not an hour a day necessarily, but an hour a week to be able to look and see and say, you know, I'm going to take, you know, Sunday or Wednesday or whatever, go to the bookstore and look through some magazines. And, and if you're in a, an industry that's constantly evolving, look at fashion magazines. If you're a trainer, look at, you know, some of the fitness magazines, see the style of, of clothing that people are wearing or, you know, drinks, nutrition, you know, what's really trending right now? What are people looking at? Um, so that leads into the sharing on social media. So collaborate with other like-minded businesses and or brands, vendors, influencers, and things like that. So just to give you an example of what that would look like. So um, it's springtime. I'm in New Jersey. It's springtime in New Jersey, and I have field mice coming into my garage. And I don't things in my garage per se. I do have bird seed because we have the bird feeders in my backyard, and they're eating through the bags of bird seed. So I I'm on social media for my own personal page. I love anything holistic, natural. Um, homeopathic, um, upcycling, recycling, reusing, making your own everything possible from laundry detergent to um, wheatgrass shots. Like, like the health and wellness thing is, is what I like. So I follow somebody on social media and he was discussing how the chemicals in rodent bait are you know, so toxic. And I do have dogs. So naturally, I don't want the dogs to get into that. And he had a really natural way to work around um, some some rodent bait to get them out of, of the garage. And I communicated with him and, and his first um, social media post was for rats. Thank God, I don't have any rats. But I, I messaged him and said, hey, would it work for field mice. I have field mice in my garage. And he says, yeah, sure. It would work. And it's, it's a combination of peanut butter mixed with baking soda. And because rodents don't regurgitate, they um, will get sick and they, and they die. So, and they, and it's a, a much quicker extermination process versus the chemicals and versus poison. And, and people do this all the time. I'm not loving this idea, but I do want to share it with you guys because I messaged him back and said, would love to share with you the experience. Now, he has 500,000 followers. I, I personally, my own personal page, I don't have that many, but it was more to network with him 
to then share some natural ways to exterminate pests versus not doing it naturally, which is not something I want to do because I, you know, the poisons go into the environment and then they go into the ground and that's not healthy. I mean, listen, killing a rodent is, is not ideal either. And it wasn't really something I wanted to discuss, but the reason I'm bringing this up was that he says, sure, I would love that. And this was just, I took a chance. I says, hey, maybe we could collaborate on a, on a, on a post to discuss, you know, how well it worked and that I saved myself a ton of money because a jar of peanut butter is five bucks and a package of baking soda is 99 cents or a dollar. So for seven or eight dollars or less than 10 bucks, I was able to create this and, and, you know, you make them into little meatballs and I put them in, you know, around the, the garage so that hopefully they'll They'll be drawn to that, eat that, and then they'll leave and die and, and be done with it. But the fact that he wants to collaborate was huge. And I says, man, I don't really have a page personally that I would collaborate with this person on. But imagine if you could do that for your business to say, hey, I really love this concept of your product, or I love what you talk about on your nutrition, or even for me, you know, if someone's thinking like, Hey, I'm a coach. I love what you're talking about for your pet business. I think some of the things that you discuss are really great. Hey, let's collaborate. You know, this is how you build, you know, your network, your community, um, marketing strategies. You come up with brainstorming ideas. Everyone wants to be a part of something. Everyone wants to help in, in some capacity or another. So I, I didn't want to make this too long and I didn't really want to get into the um, part about networking with a mouse killer, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, they're destroying and, and making such a mess in my garage. It's stinky now and we've been cleaning it out constantly, but, um, I also can't have them infesting in my house either. So that's my excuse for having to do this, you know, not so nice thing, but. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening today to the Pet Drop Shipper podcast. Would love to hear from you. Would love some feedback on today's episode. Please write us a review. And best of all, if you can click that subscribe button, it would mean so much to me. Thank you so very much. Best of success to you. Have a great day.